The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Here's the one-two to binge. Fly ball center field. This will end it. Spikerman is there, and you can unhitch the wagon. The Sooners pick up a huge win on day one of the Big 12 tournament, and they beat the Cowboys to get it. Final score on Wednesday night in Arlington. It's Oklahoma 9 and Oklahoma State 5. Where's that Sooner magic now, baby? Where's that Sooner magic now? Get inside, get inside, take shelter. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Icon. I mean, come on. I don't care what type of music you prefer. Tina Turner, legend, legend, passed away yesterday. Good song right there, Teach. That's a, I think uh, it's her best song. Oh, yeah? Proud Mary, yeah. Number one ranked Tina Turner? For me, it is. Okay. I can't argue with that. As a, a person whose last name is Roland, I have uh, heard that one a lot in my life. <laughs> Roland on the it's river. Been a, it's been a lot. That's been a popular thing uh, for people to make fun of me with. <laughs> uh, good morning, everybody. Hour two, T Row in the morning show, Thursday, May 25. I'm in Arlington. TJ is in Norman today. You can reach us on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. 405-651-3439. Quick lap around day one of the Big 12 tournament here. It was all TCU in game one. This ball's drilled to deep right field. Way back. See you later. Eight rows up in the bleachers. And TCU is off to a 3 nothing lead. 19th. Of the year for Braden Taylor. Braden Taylor, home run, six RBI. That's Chuck Lamondola on the TCU radio network yesterday as the Horned Frogs win it 16-3 to in seven innings. Yes, there are run rules in the Big 12 tournament. Every game is under the run rule, which is a 10-run lead after seven. So the Frogs helped us stay on track time-wise yesterday with that run rule. Then we had an upset in game two. Kansas Jayhawks trying to make Big 12 tournament history for the second time in their program history and take down the one seed in the 8-1 opener. And they will. Swung out and missed. He got him. Daniel Trumper slams the door in the ninth, and the Jayhawks hook the horns 6-3. The number one seed goes down in the opener. Kansas wins at 6-3. Live to three. from an aquarium, amazing. Those two teams will play each other coming up uh, in a winner's bracket game at 4 o'clock tonight, TCU and Kansas. We got Texas 
and K-State in an elimination game coming up in less than two hours now, 9 a.m. this morning at Globe Life. Of course, the Sooners beat the Cowboys. We'll talk about that in a second. And then the late game last night started about an hour late. Uh, Texas Tech and uh, West Virginia Tech beat them 6-2. It's our fault it started an hour late because OU and OSU played a long nine-inning baseball game last night. The amount of things that I did in the time that you played – uh, from my Easy walk now. Okay. to getting uh, Bronx ready for his game, to driving to the game, participating in the game, driving home, starting dinner, and then you finally uh, unhitch the wagon. So. Celebratory brown rice last night after the Celebratory, win? Celebratory, uh, he went craft mac and cheese last okay. night for the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got no problem with that at all. A little milk, a little butter, a little pat of butter in there. I'm just saying, thinking about where all I was listening yeah. to that game, a long uh, game. It was a long game. <laughs> all right, well, tell me what I should think about the game. What jump, what, what, what's the analysis of last night? Uh, exactly what we talked about yesterday morning. Get out quick, fast start, and this team has a different mindset, and it's exactly what happened again yesterday. I did find the hit um, move curious. I still don't understand it. It almost, I thought, was going to... Uh, start avalanching on you, and I got a little worried over it. Because my thing was, when you jumped out the way you did, were playing the way you did, got um, to a certain point in the game, I think, they're rolling pretty good here. I thought it all laid out for them, for Carmichael. Carmichael just goes out and gets the win today. Then you jump all the way to Saturday, and then you have your two guys normal on Saturday and Sunday, and it worked out perfectly. So when you said he's going to Jamie Hitt, I'm like, what are you, what? So I was really, really shocked by that. And I knew we had discussed maybe him starting because I, he didn't said, throw what? big feet. But I said, that's impossible. Skip talked about it again yesterday. Like, I'm not going to move what, 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 what Brandon is this? Carmichael or Rathen Douthit or these guys what up have you on given us? short rest and this and that and adjusting to uh, weird circumstances <laughs> and they don't adjust well. And then all of a sudden, bam, let's go uh, Jamie here. So I found it all curious. I still do, even with his answer earlier about, oh, he didn't throw that many pitches. Well, I get that, but I, I was surprised by that move, and I don't know that I still understand it. It worked out for him, but. Let me try to explain. Okay. Explain I was to also, me. I was also surprised by the move, but I like it. I wish I had thought about it ahead of time cause I, so I could sound really smart, but I didn't. And when, when I saw him warming up in the bullpen, I thought, Holy cow. So let me just say this. Skip Johnson and Reggie Willits went back to the lab the last three days. Yes. And they rolled out last night with, I think, I mean, they were back in 2022 postseason coaching form last night. Uh, Reggie, I mean, what did you think when I sent you the lineup last night? Well, they completely revamped, revamped the lineup. Revamped the whole lineup, and then I thought, boy, I was feeling good going into this game. I feel really good now. I felt like they were going to jumpstart the offense and things were going to click, and for one game it did. So we'll see if that continues on, but um, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, man, this has a chance to really be explosive and jump out early and, and maybe get you a lead here, so... I liked it. I, li- I liked it. Yeah. I think it energized the guys. You don't see that a lot. I mean, they've had, they've been rolling out the same lineup now for about six weeks, and to change it going into the postseason is a little bit gutsy. 
And then I thought Skip also kind of went back and evaluated, all right, who's pitching well and all that kind of stuff, and he's tweaked some things. So here's here's the thought. Jamie hit through like 50 pitches on Saturday, and that's not a lot. OSU is a significantly worse hitting team against lefties. We talked about that last weekend. You saw what Braden Carmichael did to him. Now, they got after Jamie pretty good. He also did it to himself on Saturday. But, I mean, you you could see last night, they went Atwood, who's really good against lefties, then back-to-back lefties, and that's all they threw at him last night. Right. Hit and then Campbell the rest of the way. So Jamie comes in, gives him, what did he give him, like three innings? And... Again, only through like 50 pitches. And then off to Campbell. So I completely think you could go back to Jamie Hittigan on Saturday. Now, I don't know if he could throw 100 pitches on Saturday, but this is this was Wednesday last night. And I, I see no reason at all you couldn't start Jamie again if you were forced to throw a game two on Saturday or if you – if you didn't have a game two on Saturday and you had to go Sunday. So I think you'll see Carmichael tonight. I think you'll see Douthit in the next game, whenever that is. Sure. And then you will have a completely ready to go Atwood and Hit available and Campbell available to you in whatever order you want to roll them out. You haven't used Karsten, you haven't used Weber, you haven't used Pierce, all those guys. But I think the, it, the the reasoning was the matchup. The reasoning was OSU hits like 350 as a team off righties. They've got four left or they got five left-handed bats in their lineup and they got six if they use Brigham. And they hit like 280 off lefties. Now, 280's not bad, but it's not 350. You know, they crush right-handed pitching. And so I think that was the thinking last night. Matchup-wise, let's go lefty here. Uh, If he can get us two or three, we can still keep him fresh to use him again, and we can have Carter Campbell go the rest of the way. Well, it worked. It worked. Yeah. It did surprise me, um, but it it definitely worked out for him. So, yeah, you're right. I think it surprised Josh. I think OU – OU had them on their heels all night, and that's not something we normally say in Bedlam. No, norm- normally they've got the energy and the momentum, and they they capture it early in games. We we've seen it time and time again with them. So the lineup they put out, the way they rolled out the pitchers, as aggressive as they were on the bases, it felt like OU was the team on the front foot all night last night, which is what it felt like last year in the postseason, every game. So. I don't know if it'll continue tonight, but great sign. Come on, baby. Just straight through to Omaha again. <laughs> All right. Texas Tech tonight. What do you think about that? I'm feeling pretty good about tonight. <laughs> I told you, I told you yesterday, all week I've had a good feeling about this week and yeah. heading into Big 12. Uh, tournament play, I, I'm sure that's a lot of lingering memories from last year. 
Well, that I mean, don't you think the team has that too? But I think that I do, and it had that feel to it yesterday. So I'm feeling pretty good about that matchup tonight, and and going after Texas Tech. I there was a little bit of an edge last night that I loved seeing. Now, maybe you go out there today, you just lay an egg, and you're, you're playing back again on Friday. But you've put yourself in really good shape again, and just man, go out there with the guy that has been your best pitcher, and. See if he can get the job done, and boom, you're all the way to Saturday, and things will lay out, lay out really nicely for you then, like you said, pitching-wise. So I'm feeling good. I think there's absolutely something to getting into this ballpark and getting into postseason and there being a different feeling or aura around the guys. One, I think they – they fit this ballpark nicely. That's a thing in baseball. Uh, this Oklahoma team does not hit a lot of home runs. They want to run, and they can chase down anything in the outfield. And this is a big, cavernous outfield at Globe Life Field. It is not easy to hit home runs here. You need to pull it down the lines to hit home runs here. Home runs to center field in the alleys hardly ever happen at Globe Life. And it is a, there is a ton of square footage out there for the outfielders to cover. Doubles and triples available because of that. And, and it just fits perfect with the style of team that they are. And I think they kind of have this feeling about them of, oh, okay, postseason time. This is when we kick it into another gear. So, Again, yeah, you're right. They could lose the next two, and then we sound like idiots. But at least last night, that's the way it felt. Like, that looked like a different team to me than we've seen. You know, they've played pretty good baseball here down the stretch, but that was one of their best performance. I mean, every at-bat was a grind, man. They were living in 3-2 counts. They forced OSU to throw about 250 pitches last night. Well, that, John Spikerman, I think, forced about 50 of them. So 35-ish. 35 or so. Man, In he was six great. Bats. He was great. Um, they just they, they they handed out 100 souvenirs last night. I bet. I bet OU had 100 foul balls. I'm not even exaggerating. Like I I bet. I mean, that's probably a bit high, but probably not too awfully off. I mean, they fouled off a ton of pitches. And, you know, and we're good in all aspects. So, it got a little sideways in the middle when OSU got it to within 7-4 and had the tying run at the plate, mm -hmm. and they had the momentum, and you thought, uh-oh, like this could be slipping. The if OSU gets in front, they, this might, they may not look back. And uh, and they got a big out, and uh, then and then they scored a couple more runs and separated again, and and that was it. Carter Campbell was fantastic once again last night. So, okay, well the question was asked, TJ, earlier in the show, is that enough? We will discuss coming up. Is OU now in the NCAA tournament or not? Seven eighteen in the morning, live in Arlington. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. 
What I'd say is use Black Thunder Roofing. They're your local roofer. If you're needing a new roof, you need an inspection done, need things checked out, they'll do it for you. They're not some company that's just going to roll in with a U-Haul hooked up to a red blazer. What's wrong with a red blazer and a U-Haul? Nothing. I'm just saying. Uh, They're not just going to sneak out of town after they uh, drop their shingles off and charge you a bunch of money, and then boom, they're gone. These guys are local. They're trusted. Angie's Award winners, Black Thunder Roofing, blackthunderroofing.com, or call 405-473-8028. Man, that was so good. That was a good read, buddy. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet, text line. Yeah, go ahead. Boy, we've gotten asked this a lot, I feel, uh, lately. People, listen to the show every day, all three hours. If you miss any of it, yeah. do like the lady that, that called me earlier and said, hey, how do I find the podcast? And then she started yelling, oh, Toby, oh, Toby, and then hung up on me. What? What? I don't want to get into the conversation what? me and her had. I said, what? But find the podcast. Listen to all three hours. If you catch all three hours live, please go get the podcast and go listen to all three hours again. But anyway, Toby, they want to know any plans on a new book after the next year. Um, Haven't we been asked that a lot here lately? People are really wanting a sequel to your book. I I got no problem with people asking this question repeatedly because... (laughs) Wait a minute, is this your phone number? (laughs) Yeah, I keep texting every day. Uh, I cannot get into that, but because I can't get into it because I don't know for sure. But uh, because there's a lot of like there's a lot of hurdles there, like things got to be approved and then the publishers got to want to do it. And uh, the illustrators got to want to do it again because you want the same, you know, you got to carry the same look into another one. So I can't 100% definitively say because all those T's and I's and all that kind of stuff. But uh, fingers crossed, if I have my way, yes, that will be the case. Uh, and and, and uh, it's looking good. The hardest part has been done. How about that? My children's book's coming soon, so hold on for that, too. Oh, boy. Uh, we're working R-rated. on that. Um, my life uh, behind the mic with the voice of the Sooners. I'm mm. still waiting on some clearance from Arby's, and once I have that, we should be good to go. <laughs> You're a piece of work, TJ Perry. <laughs> You're a piece of work. Uh, just a question. What will happen first? OU or Texas fans chanting SEC or seeing horns down at an SEC game? Well, horns down at an SEC game will be first, I think. Although I could see Texas fans starting that chant this year, I guess. I can't see OU fans doing it, but I could see Texas fan. Yeah, I don't think – tell me if you agree with this. I don't think OU fans will chant SEC for a while. Like – what would the situation have to be? The The only situation I could see it in is, like, at an OU Texas game. If, like, the both sides thought it would be funny to start chanting SEC together or something. And even then, I don't know that there's a spirit of cooperation that exists in the Cotton Bowl between those two teams. So, 
I just don't like if OU wins a big postseason game in the next two or three years over a team from the Big Ten or something. Do you think the OU crowd is going to chant SEC? No, I don't think so. I don't either. The only other scenario maybe is if, and this is a big if because we don't know what's going to happen with this series going forward, if maybe you had a Bedlam baseball series and then win that oh, series and chant okay. it at the end yeah. once they're okay. gone, once OU's in the SEC. Maybe. And yeah. you give it back. But it would have to be OSU. Like it, no, I don't think they would do it with Baylor or you yeah. know, a non-con with Texas Tech. I, it would have to be OSU, I think, in that scenario. So... It'd be hard for me to see. Yeah. Um, Tyler Hancock, third base coach, is what this texter's saying. He's the one from Oklahoma. I guess Kansas so. Kansas third base coach. I guess so. All right. Uh, does Toby recognize this booth? Hmm. I can't see it. Explain huh. it to me in great detail, please. Um, you want to send it to me? Yeah, I'll send it to you. Is you would recognize it. It's true sooner sitting here in your booth. What's going on with all these people in your booth all in the time? In my booth? Yeah. This is true sooner. Well, you don't have to send it to me. I know what that looks like. <laughs> yeah, you would know what this looks like. Why are you doing it in my booth, True? Hey, Drake, go lock the door to the booth. <laughs> All these people showing up. <laughs> Was this part of that VIP experience? They got to go sit in your seat? I don't know. I hope I'm getting a piece of that if it is. <laughs> Toby has been hot since his stay in Albuquerque. His mind must not That's be right. wrinkled. That's right. Yeah. I'm undefeated since Albuquerque. Uh, Those green chilies, man. Those green chilies really clear you out, make you think clear. That's right. Uh, who is the was the announcer on the introduction at the seven o'clock hour? Who was making fun of Sooner Magic? Dave Hunziker. Oh, come on, you know that. Welcome Hunzi. to the show. You know that's Hunzi. Come on, <laughs> again, all three hours. And if you miss it, all three hours on the podcast, if you catch it live, all three hours again. Please do not make us repeat ourselves, okay. people. Come yeah. on. Morning, buddy. Hey, Carter. <laughs> I hope you're having a good trip. What a great win for our Sooners. Oh, One of the reasons I love you and I love your show is how positive you are. You're like the Ted Lasso of OU Sports Radio. What do you <laughs> think about people attacking David Bevel? He said David again. David Bevel in the comments section of the OU Instagram post celebrating his business internship. Have a good day. It's supposed to be Davis. I think your phone got you there. Carter, you have got to get some help. <laughs> Who reads the comment section in a <laughs> internship post? I mean, uh, it, Carter is like, uh, when I was a kid, we had a uh, a fish tank. <laughs> and you would always have to have, and I'm going to say this word wrong because it's been a long time, Placostomus? It was a, there was a fish that would go around, and you'd have to have one that cleaned the was, clean the glass and stuff or whatever. Yeah, it would go around sucking up everything off the bottom <laughs> of the tank, right. like the algae, like it ate the algae and everything, and it would keep your tank clean if you had a placostomus. I, I again, I don't know if I'm saying that right. You know what I'm talking about, though, TJ. I know what you're talking about. I feel like that's what Carter is. Like, he wakes up every morning, and he's like, let's see what trouble I can scrounge up today. I'm going to go read message boards and comment sections of tweets and things like that. And then I'm going to bring it to light on the T-Row in the morning show. Carter, 
Dude, do yourself a favor. Get your head out of the internet. Get your head out of Twitter and Instagram. And look around. Live with Ted Lasso for a while. Breathe in some fresh air. And live in the real world. Get out of social media. I have no idea what was said in the comment section of the Davis Bevel Instagram post. Nor do I care to. So that's my reaction. TJ, would you like to comment on the Davis Bevel I saw the post of the Instagram post. I've seen several of these guys posting their internship uh, uh, Instagram post, Twitter, whatever it may be on. I've saw uh, I've seen several guys. I have not clicked on the comments to any of them once. I've why would you? I've read the post like they're enjoying their internship at such. You know such why company. you would click on it? You would go, huh? I wonder if anybody said anything negative to Davis Bevel. <laughs> Let me click on here and see. <laughs> That's the only reason to click on it. Stick stick to the internship because you sure are playing football. Yeah. Carter, dude, you got to get some therapy or something. I'll say this, too. I hope, I hope my kid sucks enough to just stand on the sidelines of an OU football team for four years, collect that scholarship, Get those internships and those connections and move on to the life that it will create for him. If that's what people want to think of Davis Bevel, that he sucks and maybe yeah. should stick to his internship, you know, so. I think you know, I'm going to – I get your point, and I'm going to alter what you've said just a bit. Okay. You're saying you hope Bronx st- stinks – I, uh, at a high level to where he's level. at a program like Oklahoma. Yes. I, I'm with you. But I, here's what – you need to adjust it to this. Okay. I hope Bronx excels and is a college star and then stinks enough in the NFL to stand on the sidelines. <laughs> hold a clipboard. Hold a clipboard and collect million-dollar checks. Yeah, good point. Good point. While he's being reamed on NFL message boards. That's <laughs> – that's what you meant to say. That's what I meant to say, yeah. yes. That's the better gig. Carter, the point is, quit reading comments on an Instagram post. Hey, good morning. It's a great day, everyone. Ah, let me see. Let me go see if I can read a message board fodder today all about trashing college kids. And then I'll share it with everyone else. <laughs> How disrespectful is this? Go look at it. <laughs> Can you believe at Sooner Boy 61437? Why did my Carter voice suddenly become your Carter voice? Can you believe what he had to say yesterday at 2.30 in the morning on the OU Insider board labeled Bud Wilkinson's grandchildren? Can you believe it? If you didn't see it, here's what he said. (laughs) I don't know. That's my first ever Carter imitation, I believe. All right, break time. Is OU in? We discuss next. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Halfway through a Thursday edition of the T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. Are you aware of uh, the Vandy Whistler? Yes. 
I thought the Vandy Whistler had passed away, but apparently not. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I anyway. thought the Whistler was a different school, though. Is it Vandy? I know who you're talking about. Well, Vandy's got the famous Whistler. We played uh, – Xavier had one when we played up in oh, Louisville a couple okay, of years ago. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Similar, yeah. but mm-hmm. the SEC actually charted the number of whistles yesterday during the Vanderbilt baseball game, and they posted <laughs> so it on Twitter geez. afterwards. It said, we counted uh, – this is from the official SEC uh, – I think it's the official. Yeah, it's the at SEC, the official Twitter feed. We counted 327 whistles, and they showed their uh, scorebook of counting the number of whistles during the game yesterday. Holy cow. Nine innings, 327 whistlers, whistles from the Vandy Whistler yesterday. That would, might, that would maybe drive me to violence. TJ, quit avoiding the question. Is OU in after last night's win over the Cowboys? Yes. (laughs) I'll feel a whole lot better if at 10.30 tonight uh, they've got another win. But I think so. Looking at everyone around them and who they're competing for spots against, I believe – they deserve to be in now, especially after yesterday and getting that victory. Um, but I'd feel a whole lot better if they get tonight's game. They get tonight's game or even one more this weekend. I'm completely locking them in. So I feel pretty good, but I'm not 100% yet, even though I think What they percent be. are you? I'm like 90%. I'm pretty 90%. comfortable. 90%? I'm pretty comfortable. Like. Ooh. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. Well, you're feeling more than pretty good. You're feeling 90% good about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to back down from that a bit. I'm going to say 70. I'm going to say 65%. I guess I shouldn't be that high because I don't know of bid stealers and, and things that could play out still. Those dadgum thieves out there, that's, TJ. There's bid stealers amongst that's, us. That's right. <laughs> but, no, I'm feeling pretty confident. Keep your eye on them. Okay, so here's what I'd say. Man, there's a lot to like about their resume. Uh, now 13 quad one wins. The most in the Big 12. Now nine, nine top 25 wins. The most in the Big 12. Strength of schedule, 15. Um, Last night, Teach, was the – how about this stat? Last night was the 10th win this year over a conference champion. They have three over Texas, two over OSU, one over West Virginia, two over Stanford, one over Dallas Baptist, one over ORU. That's what I'm saying. Their resume is ridiculous. But they've got losses in there that kind of scratch your head. One in that building yep. to Abilene well, Christian that finished that game off. And, and maybe you're not even having this discussion. Yeah, that's not their worst loss, but that's a good one. I mean, Abilene Christian turned out to be a good team, but there are there are some bad losses. There's no doubt. The The other side of the coin is this. They still finished seventh, and 
you know the difference between how you felt Saturday after the Braden Carmichael or Friday night after the Braden Carmichael game and Sunday morning after they lost game three of Bedlam. Right. We are right now living in the glow the of last Carmichael. night's victory. Yeah, I know. I understand that. If they go out and lose the next two, we're not feeling as good as we are right now. Then they're at 31 and 26. They still finish seventh. You got to worry about some thieves out there. I'm going 65%. I think they were 50-50 before last night. I think they're at 65-70% now. And I agree with you. If they get one more, regardless of who it's against, I think they're at 100%. I get the whole conference record thing and and where they finished in the conference and all that, and I understand that's the knock against them right now, but I just don't see how you dispute all the other numbers. Like, they're so strong. It would have to be somebody. Built on top of last year, which I know they're not supposed to take that into account, but. It's there. It's It's in the back of their minds. Right. This team gets hot this time of year. You know, I mean, this is, it's not a fair comparison, but how do we feel about Tom Izzo and Michigan State in March? Right, like that. I don't care exactly. what they did. Don't in the care regular what they season. do. Put them into the six, Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Um. Now, now, OU does not have that track record. But I'm saying, it, you see how that seeps. Like they're going to say, yeah, this team. But so how it works against them is this potentially. If there's one person in that room who's loud, who really cares, you know, I'm with you. Like all of the metrics point toward not only are they in, they're in easily, except for their conference record in place and if there's one person in the room who like that's their thing like and they throw a fit you know then that's where it works against them but that's it like everything else screams this team's in and it's not even that close so I firmly believe if they win this thing they get to a two like they're Everything is so strong that if they go win the Big 12 tournament, it's not a big difference between a two and a three. But I'm just saying they they make the road a lot easier for themselves, and they're probably a, a, a two seed somewhere. So I will admit, at some point last night during the game, I'm sitting there and I'm like in my head thinking of things, and I said, "Man, when they win this, they're going to be a two seed." The game or the tournament? The tournament. It wasn't uh, if, it was uh, when they do, they're going to be a two seed. Well, no I mean, pressure, if... guys. No pressure. Here's your here's your uh, dream scenario today if you're an OU fan. Tell me if you agree with this. Texas and OSU get bounced just because they're orange, right? Just sure. let's get them out of here. Then we got the hotel all to ourselves. <laughs> Do the other teams not get to move in then at that point? Uh, back they backfill into the, they're all like waiting in the lobby. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> dibs, dibs, dibs. It's like the little league game when the, the next team's waiting to go into the dugout. Yeah. Yeah. Get your stuff. Come on. Uh, yeah. Whoever eliminates them gets their rooms. That's how it works. Um. Okay, Texas and OSU get bounced. Kansas beats TCU. OU beats Tech, okay? 
then OU and Kansas are in the catbird seat Saturday. They got to be beaten twice to be kept out of the championship. OU wins Saturday, and they either play Kansas or a team that's had to come the long way and used a bunch of their pitching on Sunday in the championship game. That's your best-case scenario. Today. Love it. I like your scenario. At that point, who cares if Kansas wins the tournament? Because you've done enough, you're in anyway, right? So go Kansas, I say. As long as OU wins. Right. Um, but, I mean, it's possible. My point is this. You got Braden Carmichael going tonight. I don't want to take anything for granted. You shouldn't. I mean, he it, people college major league pitchers throw a no hitter and then the next oh, time out get shelled. Had a terrible performance the next time out. Absolutely. So, but you've got your best pitcher going tonight against a really good team. But if you win tonight, I mean, you're sitting pretty. You are sitting pretty. So it's definitely possible. But. I think they did a world of good. Uh, they are not in. Things could happen to still leave them on the outside, I believe. But they are in a much better position than they were 24 hours ago. And one other thing you said I'd like to comment on. If we know by 1030 tonight that OU has won again, it'll be a miracle. Well, I was just about to comment. Uh, I need the other three games to help me out and stay on time. So it's funny you say that because I was just about to say that. I need run rules in all three of those games. Let's make sure you start at 7.30, please. We have started by 10.30 tonight. I might be happy. Hey, maybe they start at 8 o'clock. Braden Carmichael goes out there and throws nine complete yeah. with a shutout, and they're done in uh, two hours, you know. Oh, that would be amazing. And maybe, maybe... Maybe I lose a hundred more pounds <laughs> and I can fit into my college jeans again. That would be awesome. I texted you that first game yesterday. Here we go. We're already oh, off yeah. time. You were Debbie Downer right out of the blocks yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> there is zero chance we start at 730 tonight. Zero. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Your Please local roofer, one-stop contractor. Sweater, sp Mom spaghetti. I don't know why it made me think of it. The other day, I was listening to the 80s on 8. Oh, of course, and, uh, as, as one would. Bell Biv DeVoe, Poison, came on, and I oh, was uh, jamming to it. What a song. Jamming to it. And Bronx goes, Poison. <laughs> goes, what is this? I said, this is Poison by Bell Biv DeVoe. And he goes, more like Poison for making me listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, uh, you are not my son. That kid has Though you got, sound exactly like me. He's got to become more opinionated. <laughs> hey, by the way, have you signed an Oikos sponsorship? Like what? Um, I don't want to talk about what I may be influencing uh, for or not or be an influencer for. Perhaps I've got some product deals in the works. One Let of them may this. be Oikos. Let me get this straight. You took a bite of yogurt this morning. <laughs> 
and said, man, that's so good. I, I got to tweet I about did. it. I did. I said, gosh, this vanilla is elite, man. The vanilla is just elite. So I did. So I took a picture and uh, posted it on Twitter. Man, that must have been some bite of yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, are the contenders? Like, I don't even know what the other Oikos they've flavors got mixed, are. They've got everything you could think of. Strawberry, mixed berry. Mm-hmm. They're all good. Uh, but, but vanilla's I think where it's at, elite. Huh? Yeah, vanilla. Their vanilla's elite, man. Oh man, it is okay. Elite. Well, they, I'm glad you shared that with the world. Is that? <laughs> I'm glad that they share free product and checks with me. Okay, that's what I'm happy about. Uh, <laughs> You're trying to become like three pieces of pecan and Big Jake. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Just had some yogurt. <laughs> I just got a box of free yogurt sent to me. Let's unpack it together. Knipple <laughs> my Chevrolet text line. Uh, you'll be proud of me, TJ. Had some store-bought Arby's curly fries from Walmart. Put them in an air fryer last night. And the words of the great Toby Rowland, oh, mama, they were fantastic. I'm not a curly fry fan, but uh, I didn't know you could buy Arby's curly fries. At the uh, store. Just about everything's in stores now. Any type of sauce anybody has, Arby's sauce, Arby's curly fries, yeah. Whataburger ketchup, it's all in the stores now. I'm hungry now all of a sudden. And you can see them on my pictures at uh, TJ Perry on Instagram. <laughs> I don't even know if that's my name on Instagram. This Oikos vanilla yogurt is the king. Is that what it said? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> the king of all flavors. I mean, just wait for the likes to roll in on that bad boy tweet. I don't right expect there. any likes. <laughs> uh, that one might any. go viral, ladies and gentlemen. Break time, top of the hour. Next hour, we're going to hear from Patty Gasso and Tiare Jennings as they get set to embark on super regional action tomorrow in Norman. Back after this.